our media is filled with apocalyptic scenarios, some biblical, many zombie and pathogens and other things that take us to a place that we feel like we're leading ourselves to anyway, perhaps. We explore this with Pathogen by Jackson O'Keefe. This epidemic was all over the news and soon the entire nation was in mass panic. Looting and riots took place. Cities were left in ruins and the infection claimed more than a few people. More and more people within 40 hours, the entire planet was overrun by zombies. Earth was a dead planet. I was at home when it happened. I was sitting on my couch watching TV when my show was interrupted by a news bulletin. I didn't think much of it until I saw the news anchor's face. I saw genuine fear, but of what? The news anchor spoke. The nation is in mass panic as an unknown infection is turning people into zombies. It is recommended that you remain in your home until further instruction. Remain in your home, I thought to myself. I'm a sitting duck here. I have to get out of here and get to somewhere safer. I went upstairs, got my revolver, some food, and then made my way outside. When I opened the door, I saw what was left of my neighborhood. Houses on fire, cars smashed into one another, and bodies strung across the ground. I looked in horror as the bodies got up and charged at me. Zombies. I mean, I fear no man, but this might just be an exception. I pointed my revolver at one of the zombies and planted a bullet between their eyes. The zombie's skull exploded from the force and it fell to the ground. The zombies then gathered around the corpse and feasted on its flesh. While they were distracted, I made my run for the car and drove out there faster than you can say, They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. As I headed toward town, I began to see more and more of those freaks running amok. However, it was even worse downtown. The city was in shambles and zombies were everywhere. I watched in horror as several of them held down a young girl and tore her limb from limb and feasted on her entrails. I nearly vomited in disgust, but I kept going. I saw more and more people get eaten or turn as I drove further into town. Eventually, I arrived at the local department store. I knew that if I was going to survive this, I'd need supplies, and I grabbed my shotgun and went inside. Inside, it was a complete madhouse. Shelves were toppled over, carts were sprawled everywhere, and worst of all, they were out of Sprite. I headed to the food section and stocked up on bottled water, beef jerky, and power bars. Then I went to the east. I went to the sports section to grab a hunting rifle, a machete, and some ammo. I had to be ready to fight for my life, and something told me a revolver wasn't going to cut it. I left the department store, drove down out of town, and figured my odds were better in a less populated area. But as I reached the highway, I saw the roads were blocked off by abandoned cars and electric fence, and it looked like I was on foot from there. I loaded my supplies into my backpack, loaded my new rifle, and stepped out of my car. The smell of decomposed flesh was thick in the air. I knew what that meant. I turned around to see that I had been followed by more of those zombies. My rifle was loaded, my revolver was in its holster, I was ready for action. The zombies charged at me, wasting no time. I pointed my rifle and shot the nearest zombie. The bullet went through his head and then through the zombie behind it. Both zombies fell back, nothing more than lifeless husks. Two more zombies rushed towards me. I unsheathed my machete and sliced their heads clean off. The metallic, metallic smell of blood filled the air and I sheathed my machete and continued on my way. I have to admit, walking down the hallway all alone, down this highway, knowing that danger lurked at every turn was terrifying, but I've learned to repress my fear. I was on a mission to find out just what the heck was going on, and after a couple hours of walking, I realized the sun was going down. 
Adrenaline rushed through my veins, my palms became sweaty, and I was scared. I knew that I wouldn't stand a chance against those things in the dark. Then, as I stopped walking, I could hear the faint sound of growling behind me. I knew that I had some time before those bastards got to me, so I made a run for it. Thank God I was a champion runner in college. I ran to the nearby forest where I discovered an abandoned house close by and made a break for it. I was inside, and I locked the door behind me. I was safe for now, but the house was a mess. Windows broken, furniture topped and tipped over. Whoever lived here left in a hurry, but since no one was here, I made it myself at home. Knowing that I could have been followed, I gathered some wood and nails from the garage and boarded up all the doors and the windows, which didn't take long because it was a single-story house. Then came nightfall, and I was ready for them. I looked out the window, waiting for them, but no one came. I must have lost them in the woods, and I sighed in relief and decided to hit the hay. The next morning, I gathered my things and left immediately. I had to know who was behind this. I walked through the woods and came back to the highway where I found an abandoned truck and left the keys left inside. There was still plenty of fuel left, and I fired it up and drove off, hoping to find survivors. I drove for hours and didn't find a single person. Was I the only one left? And as I pondered the idea of being the last man on Earth, I realized that I had made my way to the city. I had to check it out, and with rifle in hand, I stepped out of the truck and went to look around. The once densely populated city of Baltimore was now completely deserted. Buildings were partially demolished, cars were left abandoned on the roads, and the ground was littered with rotting corpses. I eventually found the city hospital, and I figured maybe they might have a few clues to this disease. The glass doors were shattered, so I just stepped inside, and the same smell of rotting flesh welcomed me as I went in. Like the rest of the city, the hospital was deserted. Windows were smashed, syringes on the floor, the lab coat covered with bloodstains on it, and something in my gut told me I was about to find out where the blood came from. After exploring for a while, I came across a door with a biohazard symbol and the area was under quarantine. I looked through the window of the door and saw nothing. Then out of nowhere, a bloody hand hit the window and I jumped back in fright. It was another zombie. I looked through the window again to see the room was filled with them. I began overwhelmed with questions. What is this disease? Where did it come from? Is it airborne? Whatever this disease was, I wasn't affected nor infected and I wasn't about to change that. So... I got the heck out of there and ran back to the truck. And as I got closer, I realized I was surrounded by those freaks. It looked like I was going to have to fight my way out. So I unsheathed my machete and cut those bastards down to size. As more zombies came at me, I quickly got into the truck and drove out of there. I was all alone. Everyone else was either infected, dead, or both. But why? Why me? Why was I the sole survivor? As these questions came up, I grew more and more depressed. Everybody I knew and loved, they were all dead. My friends, my family are all gone, and I would never see them again, and this only made me more depressed. I remembered going places with my family, unaware of what would happen later on, and I, I was the only one left. I was the last man on earth. The entire human race ended with me, and a few hours later, I came across an abandoned farmhouse and thought it was good for a place to spend the night. I gathered my things and went inside, locking the door behind me. Then I went to work, boarding up the doors, the windows, and after about 20 minutes, the house was secure. And I was ready for them. By nightfall, I could hear them outside moaning as they approached the house I was in. I readied my hunting rifle, and everything went quiet. Suddenly, I can hear them banging on the door. The door's pretty old, I thought. It won't hold them forever. And knowing this, I realized the only place I had to hide was in the basement. 
I lifted open the basement door and climbed down, and I sat there in silence. When the door finally broke down, they were inside, and I prayed to the Heavenly Father himself that they wouldn't think to pull the trap door to the basement. To my surprise, they lost interest and wandered away. I was safe for now. In the basement, I discovered an old, blank journal. I figured I would document the details of my survival. I planned to leave this journal where hopefully if there are some people out there, someone would find it. But instead, I simply wrote this. If you are reading this, know that you're not alone. I've survived this ordeal using my strength and wits, and I can't tell you where I am or where I'm going, but I will say this. These things are unstoppable. Do not try to fight them. I barely escaped with my life, and your best bet is to simply run and hide. Do this, and maybe, just maybe you'll survive. And so we end. I enjoy this kind of story. Um, one that doesn't get into false heroics. One while the curiosity and want to know what happened. So sometimes we see people literally being pitted as the everyman, the average Joe that we most of us are, trying to um, do the hero's tale, so to speak, to solve this pandemic when they're not trained for it, to do so much beyond their scope. When some of the better stories at the crux of it are simply put on the human will to survive, the ability just to make it from day to day. So... What do you guys think? The likelihood, I don't believe he's the last person on earth, just maybe in his respective locale. I mean, even within driving range, there's probably several other people squirreled around. But the feeling, though, if you put in that situation where we're so used to, even those of us who might be more isolated and hermit-like, still know, you hear the truck going down the road from UPS and Amazon. You hear the chatter and existence of others. And to have that silenced would be quite unnerving, I think. But I'm curious what you guys think. And as always, take care.